unofficial Gilmore Girls podcast. I'm Alicia. And I'm David. And this episode, we will be doing a character analysis of one of my favorite characters, Paris Geller. Mm-hmm. Who's played by Liza Wheel? Maybe. Maybe. How would you pronounce it? Uh, it could be, like, the W could be pronounced with, like, as a V sound, possibly, because she looks like she could be, I know she's from New Jer- born in New Jersey, but she looks like she could be German, possibly, uh-huh. and they pronounce it, like, vile or veil, hmm. or veil. Maybe she'll, maybe she'll call and let us know how she pronounces it. Yeah. I think she's got my cell phone number, so. Oh, Yeah. So when she hears this episode and hears how we jack up her name, she'll give me a call, I'm sure. Yeah, I know. Yeah, if, if murdering her name would probably compel her to call us. Right. That'd probably be good. Hey, bad publicity is better than none at all, right? Yeah, some might say that. When was Liza born? She's actually born in 1977, which would make her t- turn 29 this year. Mm-hmm. I've noticed that about a lot of the different characters, like the actors that play them are in their 20s, like late 20s. Yeah, twenty-eight. Lane, uh-huh. Logan. Lane, no, Lane is like thirty. Oh yeah, Lane was born in like seventy-three, actually. Yeah, but we're not talking about young. Lane. But Logan was born in seventy-seven, or Matt Zucri, and Jess was born in seventy-seven. But yeah. Alexis Bledel was born in eighty-one. Right. So she's our age. Just about. She's actually one week older or younger than you. Right. So now you know. You can figure out David's birthday. Yeah, way to go. And I'm a month <laughs> older than you. Anyways, although she was born in Jersey, um, she spent most of her childhood traveling with her parents. They had a comedy act. I think they traveled all around the world, actually. So uh-huh. she's well-traveled. And when she was 12, they settled down in Pennsylvania, and her mom said, started taking her to auditions in New York. Um, she did a lot of theater, Broadway off-Broadway stuff, so her actually her first film was an indie movie called Whatever, Oh. and then she was in um, Stir of Echoes with Kevin Bacon and Dragonfly with Kevin Costner. Never yeah. saw either one of those. Every time I saw Dragonfly, I think I at the it was end. Fire, no, I thought it was Dragon, either Dragonfly in or I was thinking of Firefly. But Dragonfly and Dragonfly in, that's kind of a coincidence, isn't mm-hmm. it? Sure is. And then she's guest starred... Like, she's had um, recurring guest star appearances on ER and West Wing, and I think she was just on Law & Order SVU. And if you remember The Adventures of Pete and Pete, which Way we back. do. Not only do we, but Alicia just bought me, what was that, Erie, Indiana? Yeah. Yeah, I think we're going to go back and buy, like, all the old, not only well, not old, they're just the, the shows that we watched growing up, because they're better. I mean, seriously, even now as an adult, when I watch Pete and Pete and watch... Uh, Erie, Indiana, those were good classic shows, and they're not all commercialized and weird like they are now, so when we have kids, that's what I'm going to have them well, watch. Well, the Gilmore Girls isn't commercialized and weird. Yeah, my, that's yeah our like kids it. are going to be watching the Gil- reruns of the Gilmore Girls on DVD and Pete and Pete. We recently just bought season four. Yeah, yeah, that was cool. Yesterday. Yeah. Very excited. So all we need all now are seasons one and two to complete our collection until season six comes out. Right. Didn't and you? it's it's pretty cool when you buy them because they have like these Gilmore isms, like they a, a guide. Trivia, yeah. They have like a little trivia booklet there's, in there. Well, there's like yeah, there's a little booklet that shows where all their reference, like pop culture references, come from. And then there's also um, actually on this DVD there's a game, like a trivia game for you. That's pretty so, fun. And then there's two 
extra scenes in a couple of the episodes. Oh yeah, like little like ones that you know didn't make the cut. Right. Yeah, one of them was pretty funny, with Rory talking to Mrs. Kim. Mrs. Kim, and she had that button from. Uh, Jackson, when Suki was pregnant with her first kid, right? Um, and Jackson didn't want to know the sex of the baby, and Rory put on a button that says, "I do not want to know the sex of my baby." And Mrs. Kim saw it and was like, <laughs> "Of course, thought that her. she was pregnant." Because yeah. she hates Lorelai anyway, so. Yeah, that was pretty good. Yeah, so season four, it's pretty good. We'll, we'll have them all. We actually yeah. bought it because there's a lot of um, Parish references in season four yeah, and that you guys liked, and we were, we were kind of not fresh on those, right. so we went back and watched those. We got a lot of emails in, and thank you, everybody, for sending those in with all your, you know, your Paris quotes and favorite moments of hers. And, yeah, a lot of them, like Elisa said, were in season four. And Which I'd... is their first um, year at Yale. So it was a lot of Rory Paris moments. Yeah, so we had to go back and, and rewatch those. That way we were fresh on it. Plus it was an excuse to buy it. So thanks, guys. So back to her bio. She recently starred in a, on stage in a production of Proof, and she got to work with her dad on that for the first time, which I'm sure was pretty cool for her. And she lives in L.A. now. Yeah, Santa Barbara, right? I think it's Santa Monica. Actually. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, the Santa Monica Pier. Yeah. A couple of fun facts for you about her. One of her friends in real life is Emily. How do you say her last name? Uh, Burgle? Maybe. Yeah, she, she was. She was. Francine, or Francie, the um, head of the Puffs, the sorority at Fran- Chilton. Francine Jarvis. Yeah, but I think they called her Francie. Yeah. Um, was, that, was that like little, was it a sorority or like a little social club? It was a or, sorority. But it was like an undergrad, it wasn't an official one. Right, it was just a local high school one that they had. But it was very prestigious, and like Paris's mom was a Puff and everything. And But it was just funny because they hate, they were big rivals on in the Gilmore Girls because they were both on student government and are fighting each other. But I think it's cool that they were actually friends in real life. Another fun fact is that Liza is actually a natural brunette, mm. and she's been blonde since um, 2000. You were saying that they had her do that because they didn't want her to clash with uh, Rory's character? Yeah, I think they had her do it for her role so that they wouldn't have two brunettes. Hmm. Especially the way they argued a lot, especially the, like their first couple of years when they were at Chilton. Right. It was probably, I guess, better to have a blonde versus brunette type thing. I don't know. There's, I guess people that are into fashion or into like... We well, also don't have actors wearing the same color clothing on camera, if you can prevent it. I know they had their Chilton uniforms on, but they didn't all wear the exact same thing with right. that either. But you don't want to have like... I don't think you ever see Rory and Lorelai wearing... Blue or pink at the huh. same time. I don't pay attention to stuff like that. But well, I'm a girl. I imagine there's probably a person that's just hired at the WB studio just to make sure that all that happens as planned. Yeah. Uh, that's good. That's why they're doing that and you're not. Exactly. <laughs> I thought another interesting fact I found was that she was just an average student in high school, which is very different from the role she plays as Paris, who is... The top student, overachiever, obsessive, compulsive regarding her grades. Liza was more concerned on her acting career, and she actually had to make up an English class her senior year in summer school because she failed so Mm. she could graduate. So that's very, that's not Paris at all. Right, rightly so that she focused on her acting career. It paid off. Sure. Not saying education isn't important. Right. But. I'd imagine she'll probably go back to college. I mean, this is. 
you know. She, well, she might have gone to college. Yeah, she might have. In that, in I that think time. she did actually. I just didn't. Hmm. Right, didn't I noted pull that. that. Up. Sorry. <laughs> we just got so many comments that I had to oh, cut man. some stuff out. Yeah, but, and there's there's there are there are some people's you know comments and stuff that we're not going to be able to get to today because there's so many of them. But if you want to read over them in our feedback page or comments that were left on the last episode, you can go through there. There's some really good ones left by the users of the website. Oh, I think we talked about this before, but um, she originally auditioned for the role of Rory. Yeah, we've mentioned that in pr- previous podcasts. And they were pretty much considering her for that role until they found Alexis. But they liked her so much, they actually wrote in the part of Pears for her. Wow. Which is pretty cool, and I'm really glad they did. Could totally. you imagine the show without that character? No, and I also can't imagine the, the show with Liza as Rory. Rory. But then Although I'll, she was a brunette originally. She was a brunette, and we also, whenever I think of Liza, I she's synonymous with Paris, the character. She does such a great job with yeah. that, and I can't see her being the shy, timid, timid one. Yeah, yeah. She's not very meek at all. Mm-mm. Not that we don't love Rory. No, Lord, yeah, Rory's great for that, you know, and maybe even her character's great for that. Oh, and as a side note, speaking of uh, Rory being meek and, and mild... Somebody somebody emailed me and asked me uh, about her hugging. Who was that? Oh, one of our um, – I don't remember who it was. Can you pull it up? But they said the way she hugs – and we noticed this watching the, D- the DVDs last night of season four. She'll, like, only half hug, and, like, she, like, leans – like, hunches her back over when she does it. And so she, like, doesn't fully hug people. Yeah, and I, and I did I, – I noticed that before a little bit, but I thought that maybe um, – it was just a a cork or like a like a moment that I saw. It was just you know the the way they were positioned in the scene. It was difficult to hug. No, but that's just I think it's, it's just her. Way, yeah, and then now and that it I'm could going just back, be it could be Alexis's mannerisms. Yeah, mannerisms, mannerisms, you know. Maybe she's not a hugger. I know. I'm not a hugger. Right. You despise hugging. Yes, except especially people I'm not close to. It's just weird. Right. Even my family. Like you're the only person I really like to hug. So. So was, I know what it means. She's just like it's kind of like those people that only half handshake. Uh-huh. That's you know what I mean. So that's probably well, how that, she does that. that and was that was Lizzie. Lizzie from North Carolina that emailed in about that. And I agree, Lizzie. And and as I watched back, we were going through the season four, and every time she hugged, I'd, I'd pay attention. And she kind of like it's almost like she's acting a hug. Yeah. It's it's not but, and it's not hard to act a hug. You just do the hug, but you can tell that she's uncomfortable with it. Right, and I don't, I don't think, I don't know if that's supposed to be her character, because Rory, the character, I think would be just fine with just hugging people. You know what I mean? She's warm and 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 caring and you know open like that. But she also gets freaked out sometimes too. Like she hates being around pregnant people. She hates hospitals. Oh yeah, yeah. So maybe she just hates. Just... She doesn't hug like Logan. She didn't hug Dean and Jess like that. So. Hmm. But she hugged Luke like that. That's the one we right. saw last night. Um, but, and she hugs her mom for real. She hugs Lorelai, like, normally. So, I think it's, it's probably just the same way that I am, where it's people that aren't super close to her. Yeah. Well, thanks, Lizzie. So, that's off topic, but we'll, we'll get back on it. I'm sorry. Okay. I think that the most popular Paris uh-huh. moment was when she and Rory went on spring break. There's been, like, four or five people that have mentioned that. Quotes um, like what? Well, just when they got there. Mm-hmm. They tried to, well, their big thing was to experience spring break the right way, you know. And Paris decided to tip everybody ahead of time 
said that later on they wouldn't like rummage through her stuff and steal her things and like she was tipping people to get to carry her to get a better room to carry her bags to get a vcr she was tipping people just say hey i'm in room number nine remember me and just handed them like a 20 right just and that's the way you can do got to do it if you got money it's a good idea especially if you're at a place where you're not going to be a regular at like some of the places that we go on a regular basis the people that are you know servers there know that we tip good but if we're going if we're going to go to a place that we're just traveling we're only going to be there for the night sometimes i'll try and tip ahead as well or you know like you remember some of those parties we'd have like where we have a group of family members and we're all going to go out to a, a uh, to dinner and we're taking up a big table and we're obviously taking up a, a waitress's section and taking up a lot of her tables i usually tip them ahead of time just to let them know like hey our group is not going to screw you over on your tip you know here's part of your tip in advance or here's all of your tip in advance something like that so she knows how to do it in yeah, style she's pretty good with that. um also she was really hungry and she went to the banana eating contest and she was all mad and comes back and was like <laughs> i thought they were talking about real bananas <laughs> and rory tried to stop her but of course she can't stop yeah. her and then when they're at the club and she kisses rory yeah just to, well, <laughs> just to experience spring break the right way because right. madeline and louise were like we we've just learned that if we make out God, we, we can get our way about anything we can get frisbees and meals and dinner and, and uh, into the clubs and tickets to movies and they listed off all these things that they can get for free for just making out yeah, so she decided to try that with Rory. That was funny. A couple of, a bunch of others we have. So that was that was a spring break. That was a good one. Let's see. Going back to when she, I remember when um, Rory was telling Paris that she stole the boat with Logan, and she was like, "Yeah, everybody knows about it. Just Google Rory Gilmer sex boat." And I think we actually did. We did do that, but nothing. No, nothing really. Po- like you know what? That's one of those situations where they sh- where they did the same thing with um, was it April? Mm-hmm. With April's website. Yeah, they totally should have like had the, a website. The, the for WB should have already had a, a website hosted and ready to go, so that when people did Google it, it really it sent them to like a faux website that would eventually link back to the WB and and you know do the promotions and you know get the traffic back to their website. Because one time we were watching a sitcom and they actually did have a real website set. Yeah, up. I can't remember what that was, but like as soon as they mentioned it in the show, I, I'm a geek, so we're sit. I, I have my laptop on, on my lap on in the living room because. I'm like that, and so I typed it in real quick and went there, and it was it just like forwarded me back to their main site. And it was really it was cool, but somebody had taken advantage of Google googling Rory Gilmore sex boat, and they like made that the title of one of their websites or something like that just to get traffic to them. So that kind of stunk, but yeah, that was a funny scene. Um, another really popular scene with Paris was when they were at, when Rory and Paris were at Chilton and they had to do that the speech on television and that's when Paris was having her meltdown about not getting into Harvard and having sex with Jamie and she's she was missing school Rory goes over to her house and sees her and she's like watching soap operas she's like I don't get to deserve what to watch soap operas and then she's like I didn't get into Harvard. I had sex, but I didn't get into Harvard. If you asked me last year, which I thought was more likely, it would not have been not getting into Harvard. So that was pretty funny because she shows up to the, give this speech, and she looks like crap. She's all distraught, and she just gets up there and tells everybody all of her 
baggage basically and it's just hilarious because she's so the professional and likes to make the good appearance in public and you know she just was so distraught and it's hilarious and then another person going along with that another person i think kathy said that her favorite um paris moment was when we got to hear her secret tape recording of the harvard interview and because she said that the whole episode she was wondering why why she did, why Paris didn't get into Harvard, and then she busts out her tape, and we hear her go crazy on the inter on the interviewer as he tries to calm her down. So yeah, I remember that. That was really funny. Yeah, but there's just so many good Paris moments. Like when she remember when they were in D.C. and she first meets Jamie. This was Lee's favorite part, and he asked her out on a date, and Roy, Roy was like, "I think you just got asked out on a date," and she was like, "I can't believe I just got asked out on a date, and I missed it." I missed it. <laughs> I think we've talked about the ones with uh, Doyle before, about being the editor, when oh, they go to Rory's 21st birthday party. Right, and they've got that little bit that they keep redoing for every couple that they meet or every group of people that they're trying to socialize with. <laughs> like, this or last year I was sleeping with the editor, and this year he's sleeping with the editor. Or he was, yeah, they, yeah. they would like join in, and then... He wasn't as quick with one time. She was like, be quicker next time, you know. Yeah, your delivery's late. <laughs> and then I think we also talked before, but one person's favorite moment was when Paris first becomes editor of the newspaper and gives her mean speech about not being your mother, your hugger. If you need someone to love, get a hooker. That's, that's, that's like one of my all-time favorite moments. Do you remember when um, Rory threw the party? Or the big DAR bash in Paris was broke. Oh, yeah, and she had to work for it. Or, or no, she ended up working on the the dinner as a server and to help out in, behind the uh, in the kitchen and stuff. And Rory would come in there, and she was like, hey, I'm on a break. <laughs> <laughs> all, all quick and defensive. I'm on a break. <laughs> and then she's like, where did you get to eat? Yeah, she's like, are you going to eat? She's like, oh, wait, let me guess. You got a special place to eat. And she was like, you probably don't eat with us people. She's like, how much are you getting paid for this gig? <laughs> and then she has one of the um, guests, like, she asks him how she does as a server. She's like, was that okay? Can you give me your, like, I need, you know. She wanted uh, pointers and stuff right. to make sure she was being a good server. Yeah, I remember that. I guess one of the things I love about Paris is how she's just blatantly honest. Yeah, brutal. Very brutal. She doesn't care who she picks <laughs> off. What was that comment she made about in, when it was raining really good outside? Oh, uh, that was actually... Like the first... The, just before spring break in season four. Yeah, that was actually Melissa's favorite quote. It was... Um, it was actually that was the, that was the spring break episode. That was when they decided that they it was too cold and they were going to go. Oh yeah, that's go right. Down we, got, to Florida. We, got, we got that email in from Melissa. Yeah. And she said that, that was her favorite part. Because they were out, they had set up that table outside, protesting for the um, for the prisoners in Burma. Yeah, the prisoners in Burma. And they it starts to rain, and they run in, and when they run into the dorm, some girls like, "Is it raining?" And Paris goes, "No, it's." National Baptism Day. Tie your tubes, idiot. It's <laughs> awesome. Yeah. She just tells people what she thinks. That was so fast I missed it. So yeah, it, I only, didn't... only after Melissa emailed us and I went back and looked at it, it was really, really funny. 
If you think about it, though, I think that she's gotten better since she went to, gone to Yale. Like the first season, mm-hmm. she was so mean. She was just mean, and and then I think as when she went to Yale, they made her not nicer, but they made her more witty, and like uh, you could still relate to her on certain levels. And just the fact that she was a friend to Rory was good. Well, and I think that the fact that you know Rory and Paris hated each other so much their first year. They weren't friends at all. I mean, Paris tried to make Chilton a living hell for Rory. She got Louise and Madeline against her, and they didn't even know why they didn't like her. They just didn't like her because Paris told them not to. Right. Um, she treated her like crap. Like her first day, she was like, you're not going to beat me. I'm going to be valedictorian and go to Harvard. And it's funny because Rory got into Harvard, not Paris. Rory became valedictorian, not Paris. Mm-hmm. So I think it's pretty funny. It was hard for her as well, and you know what? It was also it was also sad, like toward the end of her Harvard days, and just bef- and just as she Chilton. started going into I'm sorry, what? Sorry, Chilton, and in the beginning of her Yale days, uh, you you learn that she didn't really have much of a family in the way of a mother and a father there all the time. They were always traveling. Their money was there, but that was it. And her actual mother was her nanny, so you know it was from like Argentina or something. Mm-hmm. And that was that. And was they're like, the ones that came to graduation. Yeah, yeah. Even when she graduated, her nanny, from her nanny's kids, and not her parents came to graduation. Yeah, and when when uh, Doyle got sick in the dorm rooms, she called her nanny to take care of her. Yeah, and she was all like, "I'm sick. People freak me out." And Rory's like, "But you're pre med." And I think <laughs> Doyle had said the same thing. Yeah, she said, "Why does everybody keep asking me that?" <laughs> saying that. Yeah. That is funny. But the, you know, as sad as that was, that you realize, that, you know her parents weren't around and she had to make this, uh, her nanny was a substitute mom for her. It was still nice to see that, you know, there was still somebody she could turn to. And and then and in college, she actually turned to Lorelai because remember the beginning of season six when Rory and Lorelai weren't speaking, Rory dropped out of Yale. Paris showed up at Lorelai's door and was like, we have a problem here. Mm-hmm. Rory's not going back to yell. What the heck? And Lorelai was like, well, if you need somebody to talk to, I'm always here. Yeah, and she cleaned on her. She uh, was like, oh, are you sure? Because I'll take she, you up on that. And she was like, Paris, it's not a threat. Yeah, I invited <laughs> you. And she ended up coming like every Tuesday. And Michelle and Stucky hated her being there. And she was so rude All the employees of the Dragonfly would avoid her. That was pretty funny. And then like... Lorelai had to kind of break up with her. She was like, well, I understand you're really busy, so if you can't come around as much, you know, I won't be upset. <laughs> Paris said, are you breaking up with me? <laughs> <laughs> I really am glad that um, Paris is with Doyle and not – I'm not glad that her old boyfriend, like old by age, I mean you're old. You're talking about as a professor? Yeah, yeah, Asher Fleming. I'm not glad that he died or whatever, but I'm just glad that she's not with him anymore because that was really weird. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it was a test, it was synonymous with her character wanting to uh, engage in more uh, adult adult people and like, uh, you know, seniors and stuff like that. So she thought that that was where more intelligent people were, that her peers weren't up to her speed, so she looked for that. So, you know, that, that worked with her character, so it was very believable. I didn't have that level of scandalism that you'd have where... 
the icky professor is you know hitting on the young co-ed it, it was i didn't get that vibe even though initially they tried to spin it that way by showing them making out and like keeping it a secret and stuff but toward the end just before he died it was really everybody was pretty open about it and they were actually a couple you know they were dating and stuff nobody seemed to really care that much besides rory because yeah. and she was just freaked out because i think one time paris made a comment about being attracted to old guys and um, Asher's friends and Richard is included in his group of friends and so Rory was all freaked out. She was like, Oh, don't ever say that to me again. Yeah. I think my grandfather's <laughs> cute. Classic, classic Paris moment though. I love how they can get her to say things that she would never expect her to say. But when Paris calls Rory and tells her that Asher's dead and that he had a heart attack and Rory's like, Um, it wasn't during you know, was it? And she was like, no, Rory, this great man was not brought down by my vagina, okay? And that was just hilarious because yeah. you didn't expect her to say something like that. There were moments when she was with the professor that I wondered if her relationship wasn't as intense as she was telling Rory that she might have kind of like made some of that up to make her look like she had a social life outside of that. And, and the the writers never solidified it, never like proved that they did all these things because he would just mention, oh, we went away for the weekend or oh, we went here and we did this. But they never showed them together very often. So I wondered if she was maybe making that up just for a moment, I thought that. Or maybe he was just too old to really be able to go do stuff with her. Right, maybe. But when he died, all that stuff that he left her and like all that responsibility yeah. that he put her in. That put her in charge of that to make showed. sure that stuff got done. That showed that she was a serious mm-hmm. girlfriend. That you know he, it wasn't just some hussy that he was dating at the time. Not that that was nice. It yeah. was it was sad to see her go through it and 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 all the trouble that she went through with the professor's kids and stuff, bickering over stupid stuff. But it was nice. And they had that wake. Remember that where they like. Yeah, they had the, and the she had his book set up, and nobody cared. They just thought it was a keg party. Yeah, and then Emily came for something completely unrelated to see Rory, and then when she walked in, uh, Paris was like, "Oh, Emily, I'm, that's so nice that you came for yeah. Ashley." And she was like, "Yes." She just jumped right into yeah. it. And she was like, "Yes, that's exactly why I came." <laughs> I think we've talked about this because. This scene actually happened after we started the podcast, but when I just think it's funny how they keep having Rory move in with Paris anyway, because they've lived together the first two years at Yale, which the first year at Yale was unexpected because Rory had no idea that Paris was going to Yale until her first day of Yale. And oh, and Paris got herself put in. Yeah, the her same dad room. made a phone call right. because her life coach said that her journey with Rory wasn't over, and with Laura Lott, too. She said their journey wasn't over. Yeah, that life coach was funny. And how she's doing crafts, and she's all obsessed. And if they, at the, later on in the season, it shows um, at the newspaper they had to make new hats out of newspaper. Right. And Paris is all intricate and nice, and everybody else is just a plain old newspaper hat. But it's just funny. You would never think of her as a crafts person anyway. But um, very Martha Stewart that way. But in this season, you didn't really expect them, Rory, to live at Paris as much because she was in the pool house at the beginning of the season. But then she goes and moves in with her when she goes back to Yale, and she's showing her around this, you know, the crappy apartment in the ghetto that she has. And Doyle jumps out and attacks her, and they start <laughs> fighting with all their fight gear. Yeah, that was. We, we had talked about that because mm-hmm. it was one of the episodes, and that was a good. That was a good scene for them. That's why I like Paris and Doyle together. I hope they get back together. Back to when Paris 
I mentioned earlier that Parrish just tells it like it is and is not afraid to speak her mind. And, you know, she blamed Logan for Rory dropping out of school. Like, she confronted him about it. She was like, you, it's your fault that she's doing this. Um, which nobody else would really confront Logan about it. Not that it was his fault, but, like, nobody else is really confrontational about it, and that was pretty funny. And then when Rory tells Paris she's going back to school, and she's like, of course you are. What else would you do with your life? You know, it's not like she had any other options. So that's funny, too, because she, she I love Paris because she basically says what everybody else is thinking most of the time, you know. Anyways, that's why we like Paris. And obviously you guys do too because you got tons of comments. We, we got some of our biggest response. I don't know if it's because of the growing number of listeners that we're getting, Alicia, or if it's because of Paris, but we got a lot of emails and well, a lot of comments. Well, we got a lot about Kirk last week too. So. Yeah, but I think more of mm-hmm. Paris. And speaking of our growing population of listeners, we got bumped up into the top 25 for our genre, which is the TV and entertainment section in iTunes. Movie and TV. Movie and TV. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. So we're in the top 25 podcasts yeah, of that, I, which is really big deal on iTunes. Yeah, we had started slipping for a little while, and I think that's a that's got to do with the word of mouth that we're getting from people. Because we don't advertise the show in any way, shape, or form. We just have the website and iTunes, really. <laughs> that's it. So it's, we just count on people to tell their friends about it and just you know maybe send some emails to somebody that you know and yeah just put a link back to either the website or a link to even our subscribe url for the uh for itunes just want to mention that this week's info came from a couple of websites wb.com wikipedia.com and imdb.com and next week will be our not our last forever, but our last character analysis for a while. Because the whole month of April, there's actually new episodes. Wow, they're actually going to show some yeah. shows, huh? I have a feeling they didn't show it in March too much because of basketball. But Basketball? I know. What's, what's basketball? Is basketball doing, going on? I thought they were doing football. <laughs> that shows you how much we're into sports. But anyways, I guess they didn't want to hurt their ratings. But So I think every week in April, they're actually having a show. So next week's character analysis will be the last until probably... Season six is over, hopefully. Not hopefully, but hopefully we don't have any more breaks before the finale. I'm not sure. Who do you want to do next week? I don't know. I don't have any favorite. There's so many good ones. We've we've had a lot of requests for... Like Suki and Jackson as a pair. Lane, Miss Patty, and Michelle. Right. So all very good suggestions, and I don't have a super favorite just yet because I like them all. I'm not sure. We'll have to pick one. I don't know. You guys vote in the next couple of days, and we'll see who gets the most votes. Send us emails. And uh, I want to plug our website again because I added some music videos. I also added some interviews that I got from the WB.com. And the reason I'm posting them on our website is because they're really hidden on their website. And you got to, like, click a lot of buttons, and then, like, you'll click back, and it'll start really loudly playing previews for shows that nobody really wants to watch on the WB. So I put them on our website, so you can go ch- go there and check it out. That's GilmoreGirlsPodcast.com. You can email me at Dave, D-A-V-E, at GilmoreGirlsPodcast.com. I'm Alicia, A-L-I-C-I-A, at GilmoreGirlsPodcast.com. You can also leave comments on this episode on our website at GilmoreGirlsPodcast.com or click on the member section on the right and leave a feedback. Right. The uh, mm-hmm. password to get in the member section is one one. One, one, one. Don't tell anybody. That's yeah, a secret. And you can also leave us a review on iTunes if you want, but you don't have to. But as always, please tell a friend. Yeah. That's all we ask. Tell a friend. And if you like, the news. If you like hearing yourself talk, you can send me an audio. There's a link somewhere on the website. I put 
I don't know. On the front main page. It's on the it? main page. And you just click on that, and if you've got a microphone and a computer, you're done. You can send me a message. So until next week, thanks for listening, and have a great week, guys.